This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I am your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. It's a piece of cake to bake a pretty cake. Brian Altano is here. <laughs> and Anthony Gallegos. Hi. Is also no, here. No, you, you found it. Remember? They reminded you of your catchphrase. Well, I, I forgot already. I, what it was, is it? I don't have a catchphrase. Something like Chef Money. So chef it up. Chef it up. That's it. <laughs> no, it's Chef it out. Chef it out. Sorry. Chef when, it did, out. when did we come up with this? Oh, that was kind of, it came up years ago when I used to do podcasts, but then I just let it die. Now it's back. Chuff it up, resurgence. It's Chuff like when Degeneration X comes back every few years. It's just like that. <laughs> uh, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, this TGIF, is big... am I right, Damon? I know, I know, uh-huh. I know. This is a big week for gaming. Yeah? Lots of big games came out today. Totes, Miguel. Or not yeah. this week, overall. Uh, not, what, what's the matter, Anthony? Anthony is Anthony's not happy. Yesterday, he's looking for yesterday, all the big games. He's, he's looking, looking for a bag of open no, chips. He's looking, for, he's looking for that Hooters waitress girl from Knocking Boots. Yeah, there was a picture of her yesterday, and I just kept it right here, and I liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe one of the more sensitive podcasters here threw it away or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, big week of games. Skyrim uh, is out today. Boom. That's what I'm going to be doing all weekend. Me too. Playing Skyrim. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 came out this week. You reviewed that, Anthony. Yep. Uh, it's good. It's, it's real good. It's real good. It sold a bunch of copies. Sold like 10 million. You gave it a 9, and we also gave Battlefield Why, a 9. Where are you getting this 10 million figure? I don't know. Isn't that what I, I thought I heard? 6.5 <laughs> million copies in were the sold. US and UK. In the US and UK in the first 24 hours. It made $400 million. So that's not counting you know, Australia... They come uh, from the land on the land. That's, yeah. And that's assuming that every one of those versions were the $60 one, which they weren't. Because several, a couple hundred thousand of them at least, were the like $150 version. The one that came with the little booklet. In the year of Elite. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the biggest launch of anything ever. Boom. Yeah, basically. Who did predict that? <laughs> Every year, and it's that's the biggest launch. We all well, we get them. Yeah, so it's, uh, we have a few stats here. It's, it beat Black Ops by $40 million and beat Modern Warfare 2 by $90 million. So, yeah, each one. You just I bet keep next year it's the bigger one. That, but that's what I wonder. Is, is it a bubble? Like It has to stop at some point. It's going to bell curve. It has is this to. it? Yeah. Is this the biggest one? Or will next year be even bigger? Next year, I, I, we're going to fight on the moon. I, I mean, I, I don't really see it. this as like the new Tony Hawk. Right. They're not really... No, it's not. They're not really taking uh, a lot of leaps in terms of what they're doing every year. Like they're, They have their idea. It's good. It's rock solid. It works. And people like it. They're, they're not reinventing the wheel every year. I don't think people want them to. So No, but I'm just, I, I just can't imagine... It just keeps selling more and more every year. Like Honestly, a, a, it has to stop at some point. Video games and movies tend to do really better during times of economic depression, too. Mm-hmm. And it's really shitty times. So I wonder if like, when the economy starts turning around, if people will actually stop playing what, 
less. I know that sounds kind of far-fetched, but I'm saying that actually might not surprise me if when the world stops sucking so bad, people won't play as much Call of Duty. I think it's all the pe- people are just angry. They just want to shoot people. Yeah. They well, good. Play do a video game do where it. they run around in circles do it and shoot people. Do a video game. Yeah, good. Keep it there. Uh, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. Mm-hmm. Kotick. Claims. Is it pronounced Kotick? I think it's Kotick. I, he okay. was ch- too busy choking on money. That's what I picture him just swimming in money. <laughs> <laughs> he just can't get out. The DuckTales theme song is just playing in this house all day. Mm. He, swimming. he claims that life to date sales for the Call of Duty franchise exceed the wow. world, worldwide theater, theatrical box office for Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. I believe Jesus. It. Yeah. Mm. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Call of Duty is a bigger deal than Star Wars. Well, what are we supposed to do with that information? I'm not sure what to say. I'm sorry. To be fair, yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather play a Call of Duty game than watch the prequels. Yeah. The I'd prequels rather play a Call of Duty game than play a Star Wars game. And keep in mind, the Call of Duty games come out every year. Star Wars only came out once every few years, and the movie sure. tickets don't but, cost know, the same. Yeah. I'm just, it, it just gives you perspective in terms just, of like fighting the fight for worldwide yeah. you know, cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, a few days ago, Scott Mucci tweeted... Uh, IGN had 50 times the visitors of Disneyland yesterday. And I retweeted that. Some kid was like, oh, yeah, but I, I wonder how what the traffic would be if IGN charged $80 to come in. Like, okay, good point. Well, that's actually that's a true, point, actually. Yeah. But yeah. shut up. Let me have something nice. So the other thing is that's crazy is, like, uh, just, you know, to go into the Star Wars thing, is, like, Star Wars played movie theaters worldwide, like, in Russia, in, in all kinds of crazy places. And uh, Call of Duty functionally does not exist in a lot of places like Russia and, like, Africa. There's, like, whole chunks of the world. China doesn't really play Call of Duty at all. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting to think about how it's so huge and there's markets that are almost completely untapped. Yeah, as well. and the, the entry fee is, you know, a next-gen console and a and a game and, for the most people, an internet connection. Nice TV. Yeah, yeah. nice TV. You need that. I forgot about that part. Yeah. You can't just you buy t- those You came home with all those things and oh, No, brap, brap. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine in your head. Yeah, the, the the consensus, the critics' consensus seems to be that Modern Warfare 3 is good. Getting it's very, very good scores. It, However, it has a surprisingly low user rating on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. It's because of Battlefield fans. And uh, this has caused uh, one of the developers from Sledgehammer Games to uh, speak out and, and beg for no, help. he asked. He politely asked. Oh, okay, sorry. IGN says... What? IGN says he begs. There is a kerfuffle on Twitter if you're not following it, ladies and gentlemen. What's the, what, am, I, am I missing a detail here? Yeah, Maybe apparently. You know. After we put up this article, that guy deleted the tweet. Mm-hmm. And then responded saying, I'm not begging. IGN's kind of taking it out of context. I wish they would have called me. And since Got then, it. we've reached out to him to actually talk to him. I'm going to get shit for this. But, you know, for the amount of money that this big annual bravado action game balls-to-the-wall shooter makes and the amount of fame and stardom that these guys have. This is like if, if like once a year, Superman was, was crying and he was like, don't, don't make fun of me. Again, you know, uh, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it it's like we've heard from people, and more than likely bonuses are connected to... Yeah, like, I mean, this guy's tweeting reviews. about Metacritic. Your your game just made $400 million in a day. Who, right. who cares about Metacritic? But I'm and saying has, employee bonuses get tired to stuff like well, that. Well, to user reviews? So I, 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 I'm, I, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody here. But who cares about user reviews? Yeah, so I will I say, I will say that, like, like, with user reviews on iTunes in particular, like, that determines the placement that your thing gets. That's a different story. Yeah, please, rate us on iTunes. please rate us on iTunes. I know. There aren't professional reviews on, on iTunes. No. Um, there's only user reviews. But in a place like Metacritic, the user reviews are so easy to troll and game. And that's, and that's the problem with so the system right now. So why pay attention to it? Like, wait, you have you know professional critics who their job is to evaluate the game. So like, mm-hmm. look at that score. Exactly. Yeah. We're not saying your listener, friend, we're not saying your opinion doesn't matter. Not what that. we're saying is that every time we put up a Battlefield trailer on IGN's YouTube channel, all it gets is thumbs downs from the Modern Warfare fans. And when we put up a Modern Warfare trailer, all it gets is thumbs downs from the Battlefield yeah. fans. There's just this cross platform or cross it, it, jaunt. Yeah, what, yeah and you can do, you can do it with any sort of movement. Like we can say right now in GameScoop, you know, listeners, IGN fans, go to Roger Ebert's website, pick the best movie he's ever reviewed, his most glowing review ever, and go in the comments and, and say this is trash. No, go on iTunes but, and why go to the comedy button and give them horrible reviews. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> uh, no, but the thing is, is that. Uh, is that I feel like the reason this happens is because that that user score review appears directly next to the yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. review from critics. Like they appear directly next to each other on the website. So to the average consumer who's an idiot, like I see. like they might just see that number and be like, "What?" See, that's what I took this as. Not so much 
Oh my god, we need your help. It's him rallying his fan base. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, you're always fighting on the front lines for us against the Battlefield fans. Right now, we're getting you know sacked over here by them. Please go and help. He didn't say write a good review. He They're, said go and write. He asked like if you he like says, it, be write honest, an honest yeah. review. Yeah. yeah. They're not getting sacked. They have $400 million. I know, but Anthony makes well, a good point that some random person, you know, I guess because that's what my mom does. She trolls Metacritic <laughs> looking for her <laughs> yeah. Does your mom have $400 million? <laughs> I wish. The the 360 version of Modern Warfare 3 has a 2.7 out of 10 Damn. user rating on Metacritic. PS3 version has a 2 out of 10, and the PC version has a 1.5 out of 10. So it is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? It's ridiculous, obviously. I mean, and that's these, the problem with being a game system. This is, it's, this is not Elf Bowling DS that made $400 million. Anyone can objectively look at this and say, yes, that is not a 2.7 out of 10. Like, this game would have to be functionally non-functional. It's the same problem we have when we do the IGN <laughs> things, right? Like, IGN user reviews would be, we'd have an exclusive review three weeks before the game would come out, and you'd give it an 8.5 and 9 or whatever, and then the user review would be 2. Yeah. Because a bunch That's, of people who don't like that system. Because they, they played the screenshots. Yeah. And let's face it, when it comes to Call of Duty in particular, everyone loves to shit on it because mm-hmm. it is the most popular game out there. It is. It's the same way. I mean, yeah. I love to shit on it, but hell, it's a it's a good shooter. It's a competent, like, the, the core gameplay is Those the, guys the have been doing it for genre. a decade, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And they yeah. do it There's really no well. getting around that. If it's not your thing, that's fine. But yeah. you, it's not a terrible game. It's not a bad game. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's just not. not. Exactly. That's they, the, they know what they're making, and they're good at making it at this point. And they do it well. Whether you like it or not, that's up to you. Take that to Metacritic. But and what's going on with Elite? Yeah, it's, it's just a bad, bad server planning on their oh. part. And which so sucks. they weren't ready for you know six point five million people to log on. How many people bought this game? <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. Why, it, why were they being modest? <laughs> not you know, but what I will say is that yeah, it sucks that that Elite. Uh, that elite, you know, like I talk about in a review, and it is really cool, and I hope that everyone gets a chance to try it out soon because it's totally worth checking out. Um, but that being said, at least it's not. I'm gonna I'm gonna troll people. A oh bit. no, here comes but the troll. At least it's not like Battlefield where you couldn't play the game for the first few <laughs> days where it came out. Like this, call if anything, Call of Duty has been 100 percent playable mm-hmm. since release. So the elite stuff and extra feature might kind of suck for now, but the game has been perfectly fine. Which is the this is like the first time. I feel like that's been true with Call of Duty, because usually so many people buy it the Xbox Live, like, shit's on itself for a while. PSN as well, it's just, like, it's just, like, it's laggy as shit, but this is just fine. So, I mean, kudos to them for at least having, you know, if anything, when you go to the Elite page, I think my friend Ryan said it, it's just, like, the note should just say, like, oh, it's too bad you can't get an Elite, go play the fucking game. Like, enjoy <laughs> yourself. It's, it's awesome, and the game's awesome, so go play it. Like it's the, nice, the it's Elite nice stuff will you... be there, and they gave everyone a month free for all the shitty service. It's nice when you can buy a game and go home and play it. It's little things like that. You know? Well, I mean, multiplayer is the main thing they want, and the multiplayer f- functions yeah. just fine. I always sound like an old man, but th- this is why I love the '80s because you could just go to the Toys R Us and you know buy Tetris and go home, and there was no patch. There was no a, a day one Tetris yeah. patch. Oh, the square blocks aren't working today, so give it a few days. It was yeah. so, so My NES didn't have to install the game first. <laughs> it's true that people, ha- you know, that was the mentality that PC gamers have had for a long time. Oh, it'll get patched, it'll get patched. But it's interesting to see how that's come to console gamers. Like, even I was reading the official forums last night for the Modern Warfare 3 Wii game, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, don't worry, multiplayer will get patched soon. Nope. Like, wow. <laughs> no, that's just, that, that'll be what it is forever. Yeah. That's just the way it forever. is. Forever. What is that from? Forever. Uh, the Sandlot. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, you think, yeah. You, you think Elite is cool. But is I it bet. worth paying for? Uh, I mean, the paid services are okay. Like, if you're going to be, like, a hardcore competitive player, I think it's worth paying for. Okay. If you're not going to be a competitive player, no, just take all the free services. Because the only stuff you get through paying is basically the ability to create and manage clans, the ability to enter uh, competitions that Activision puts together. And exclusive video content. So, but other than that, like everything else is free. So I don't, I don't think I would. Oh, but I guess you also, to be fair, if you're going to buy all the map packs, it's worth it because the map packs are fifteen, just, yeah, fifteen dollars each. So mm-hmm. you're going to pay sixty. But if you pay fifty for Elite for a year, you get all the map packs as well. So, so yeah, pretty much everyone will buy this then. Yeah, that's nuts. They're just going to double their money on this. <laughs> this is like selling at heroin addicts, you know, nice heroin. needles. <laughs> I'll sell you a year supply of heroin right now. Uh, and then the Wii version, you're working on that review too. The Wii version's crap. <laughs> I wouldn't go so far actually to say it's crap, but compared to the other versions, it's really it's really not good. Right now, the multiplayer's 
a broken mess. And oh, every- you were telling, you were just saying the multiplayer was pretty cool. No, no. no. So, so that was the thing is like when we were playing it first at work, everyone has that. I had the same reaction everyone had, which is at first you're so blown away by the fact that they've made it content like almost like content complete to the 360 version that that's really cool. But then when you spend more time with it, cause I've stayed now with the multiplayer, I've probably spent like five hours or so. Well, it's, it's cool. It, it's cool in the way that it's kind of cool when you see a, a really old guy jogging or it's like, yeah, exactly. Or, or I know what he means. I he's, running, like, he's running and you're like, wow, that's pretty, pretty good work for an good old on, man. Good on you, old man. Exactly. Or, or like <laughs> exactly. when someone's like, Hey, look at, I got, I got a doom running on a, on a I mean, cell phone. So that's, that's actually, well, maybe yeah. you shouldn't. I mean, that's actually a good analogy because the Wii is like a, the Wii is like a ten-year-old console now, running yeah. Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, and so and so if that's the thing is, I was so taken aback by how well, it, like you know, I wouldn't say how well, but like you know, oh wow, scene for scene, the campaign is the same content. Multiplayer, wow, it's like the same unlocks, the same menus, mm-hmm. you know, running at a lower resolution, ten on ten instead of twelve on twelve, six on, I mean, ten for players versus twelve players. But the thing is, is that when I spent a lot more time with it and I thought maybe it was the IGN internet connection, so I tried it at my home internet connection, still having problems. It just has really bad lag problems to where you have to aim ahead of people and stuff like that and, and all the forums are like, Oh yeah, you just gotta relearn to lag shoot, dude. Like this has been a pro- this has been a, a thing. Were you posting? A thing. This is their advice to you? No no no. I okay. was reading a bunch of the forums. This is ju- this has just been a thing since you know, Black Ops on Wii. So this is just like a, to them it's like a a in, unintentional feature, but to me, it's just like really bad. Weaving that web play. of bullshit is like a full time job, which would afford you an Xbox, which you wouldn't have to deal with any of this. Yeah, so I just, I just, that's the thing about it is that it's. <laughs> Except I don't think they're making money off of. No, they're not. When you but try I mean, to convince time, themselves, time they is like money. Their if you're sitting at a message board and you're like, guys, don't worry, learn how to lag shoot. <clears throat> I will say though that uh, Modern Warfare Three on Wii is definitely worth playing, if only because it has some of the most awesome pop in I've ever seen in the game. So that's the other thing is like it has all the content. Like I said, when I first started. Playing, it that's everyone's reaction like everyone walks over and they say wow this is like the the full game that's not bad it actually doesn't look that bad for the Wii but mm-hmm. then they don't see the times where the frame rate drops to like 15 frames a second or where there's pop in where buildings magically blow apart and repair repair which, right which in front is awesome because we're used to pop in where like textures appear but and that here happens it's all like, the time too hey look that building looks cool and then you walk 10 feet closer, and all of a sudden, the front of the building's missing. And then you walk 5 feet closer, and the whole thing's on fire. <laughs> but then you walk back, <laughs> to like the, the building goes back, back together, and it's, yeah, it's great. Anthony, use the quote from Jurassic Park that sums it all up. I said, I said, uh, I wanted to put it in my review, but I couldn't. I, there's no good way to do it without making my review really long, bummed, but I wanted to be like, uh, address, you know, Call of Duty on Wii is like perfectly summed up from that quote by Ian Malcolm when they're all sitting around the table eating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, you, you were all so busy thinking about whether you could, you never stop to think you should. <laughs> you should just clip that part out and put yeah. it in just the video. Uh, no, no, no. Second, and just put your second opinions, and then it's just that one line. Pretty so, good. I, it's not bad if it's like the only thing you can get. But I you're right. It's not bad. You just, I mean, complete crap is what you call it. I was, I, I, come on, I was being a little. Over I know. Hard. We always do that. I, I think. I think it's 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 okay. I think it's your just, whole review should be Jurassic Park quotes. It's just okay. It just ends so. up. Shooter! Speaking of Jurassic Park, isn't that game coming out soon? Yeah, next week. Yeah, next, next week, fifteenth. Yeah. Are you yeah. reviewing it? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on it. And <laughs> 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 we're spoiling how it ends. Okay. That's well, how to it be starts. Fair, to be fair, what, what you're playing is only the first episode, right? It's episodic. No, remember they delayed it and they're putting it all out at once. I thought. Oh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know. Yeah, that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I have my doubts. Yeah. I was at E3. I saw it for, for the first time running point to point, and then I saw it again at Comic Con. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. Mm. I don't know if this. I don't know if the Telltale formula works for dinosaur action. But we will see. So it's like a, a quick time dinosaur game, basically. Yeah, kind of. You get partially, to choose there's dialogue. like there's like adventure components. Choose dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. With who? The talk to dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, it's like, you can t- they, they're smarter this time around. They have really? like that Sam and Max thing. Oh, no. Ah. Can we talk about NCIS yet? Make sure. Uh, NCIS came out yet in uh, this week. It's this another a, game. Are you, play, are you playing this? I already beat it. It's, a, full, a, it's a four-hour game, a four-hour platinum. 360 and PS3 game. It's days like that where I walk in the office and I'm like, there, there doesn't need to be one person playing this game, let alone two people. <laughs> two people at IGN, you and, and Peter Eichmanns, and have, Colin have, will play it soon too. have completed NCIS. Yeah. Well, next time we just need to look up the trophies list early on and then tell one of you guys you're oh, reviewing I don't think it. You, I don't know if you ever... You should look through my reviews and see some of the bad games I review and I'll tell you that if 
you ever see me attached to a game that's getting not looking good at movie time, I'm doing it for trophies. I'm doing it because I expect that game. I know. I'm just saying we made poor Peter do it. Yeah, that was silly. That was a dumb move. And you said you play with move controls. I did play with move controls. So it's a point and click adventure. Mm -hmm. The 360 version doesn't use Connect. No. No, you have to use the controller. But it's so dumb. Like that would be a, a, a perfect use for Connect. Yeah. Not to mention but, it, it uses like, move but not Connect. It seems so like dumb. the type of people that don't Connect also might watch exactly. NCIS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or whatever it is. NCIS. Yeah, and the type of people that make an NCIS game are stupid. <laughs> it's like somebody said, let's put Ellie Noir and Heavy Rain in the same game, but then they said, Oh god, we don't have that much time. And I love, I love and how then the they game said, let's just make it far too easy. The game yeah, does a really good lose. job of rewarding you constantly. Did you yeah, notice that? Uh, like, yeah, like there's silver like, trophies left go, and right. Go, uh, go take a picture of that, that bullet hole in the wall and you walk Done. over and you Objective take a picture. Complete. And it's like, that was a really good job you did back there. No no boss does that. But like, I heard, unlike Ellie Noir, unlike Ellie Noir, which came out for PC this week, uh, that if you go and hunt for clues, like you know, you can miss some, and then that'll come to bat you back in the ass. This one, you cannot miss clues. No, they will not. They, they you, won't leave. Leave. you won't advance until you found all the torture devices. Okay, take a take a photo of the noose. Like it's no, like the object. First off, I, I listened to, to podcasts while I played, so I didn't even listen to the story. I skipped every cutscene, <laughs> and then when I would interrogate people, you just have to drag evidence, and they put the text like you know I wasn't there, and then you have like a photo that shows she was there, so you just drag it down. <laughs> and then like when you're interrogating them, the whole shtick is like a you have to be quick to hit the button. It's a quick time event, but the button doesn't change. So, like I'm playing with Move, and I'm like listening to podcasts, I'm talking to Bartello, and I just had to look for the button, and then you hit the button. Is that a little countdown clock? Huh? I, I couldn't multitask like that. Like I couldn't no. listen to a conversation. And play a game at the same time. Well, you're not, again, this isn't really playing a game. <laughs> David, I'm playing NCIS right now. <laughs> but, no, but I, 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 love, I love in the game when you, you walk in a room and there's a, a destroyed table in the middle of the room, shattered yeah. in pieces, bullets everywhere, and there's a dead guy laying on it, and they're like, Move the table. They're like, uh, Let's find out if something happened here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a man down in the middle there's of the room. A, there's, towards the end, there's one mission where you have to move all these tables around to move around <laughs> in an apartment. And then the best, though, is there's a couple they times where there's, there's a guy who has to lift up a girl for her to take photos and stuff. They it's give you a trophy for for pushing a cabinet yep. five feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole... That, it's great. It's great. Four hours, platinum, a thousand achievement points. A 4.0 <laughs> from IGN.com. But once Peter reviews it on, with the move, I'm sure it'll be a 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg, you know they patched uh, Dead Island this I week. heard. Yeah. Yeah. Long list of uh, fixes. They up to the level cap. That's the Are you going to actually thing. go yeah. back and play it? Well, I mean, maybe eventually. Not anytime soon, because I've got There's Skyrim. So stuff, I'm, yeah. I still have to finish Uncharted 3. But your character is still stuck in that safe house. <laughs> safe. <laughs> safe being the key word there. I like to think about that in games, like when we abandoned them for a long time, that they're still waiting for us. Like, yeah. my, my Animal Crossing town is destroyed, and SimCity is on fire, because I haven't played it in 15 years. See, that's one of the things I always wish... I wish they would do something about... Like, mm-hmm. example, I'm playing Zelda. I started my Wii up, and I haven't turned on the Wii in forever. And so mm-hmm. I turned it on, and I really wish, like, my Miis would all be... Not dead, but, like, you know, totally asleep, and I'd have to, like, stir them awake and stuff. You know? Stir them awake. <laughs> I want my, what the hell do you do with the hey, Wii? I want hey, my guys. Hey, oh, no. Are you okay? Hey, Greg, it's been so I gotta go get, like, a dish of water and bring it over to the I want. I want it to be in little cryogenic chambers. Yeah, you could grope them in their sleep. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus, damn it! I'm just saying, this is what you're you doing. You got that big finger, yeah. Greg, you're back. How long will you stay? Uh, just the duration of Zelda, and then I'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> will you come back after this, Daddy? <laughs> no, never again. What if we can be ported to the Wii U? Mm. Oh. Nope. <laughs> you won't be coming. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. we'll see if I make it back to Dead Island one of these days. Uh, but I am try- I'm finishing Uncharted 3. I'll probably finish Uncharted 3 this weekend. I think I'm on, like, chapter 18. You enjoy it? Yeah, you're pretty Very close. close. Okay, good. Yeah. So I've, all three of you have, have played it and beat yes, it. Yes, crushed it. And you all, you all enjoy it, right? Yes. I know Greg does. Yeah. <laughs> you totally <laughs> nah, enjoy it. Piece of shit. Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 10 on Metacritic. Thank you. <laughs> the user score? Yeah. Good. So uh, I just want to talk briefly about this. I am enjoying it very much. It is a... Peculiar game, though. Sure. Like so, a lot. There's, you know, the detractors out there will say it's not a, it's not a game, you know, and that's dumb. That's yeah. an argument. However, it is uh, more and more like an interactive movie than ever. I think. Yes. Like, uh, so there's gonna be a few spoilers here, just so you guys. Are, are they? He- are, let's quantify. Are they? Not quantify them. I want to say. Are they heavy light? Are we talking like light. enemy names and stuff or? What would no? I, no, that might, be a, that might be a spoiler for me. I don't know. Enemy okay. names. I'm gonna talk about something pirate. I'm just gonna talk yeah. about <laughs> suit. Talk about some brief level activity okay, late, okay, late in okay. the game. Okay. So when you're wandering, uh, ready? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. So when you're wandering through the desert, yeah. there was like five minutes where I was playing the game one-handed. Yeah. Because you're just walking. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, at that point, it's like, what, what am I... What am I doing? And so much of the game is just like press triangle to lift up this garage door. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like how, let me that's ask you not something. like playing. How how thirsty were you during that desert scene? Like you yourself, <laughs> Nathan Drake lands in this desert. He's been through hell. He's incredibly thirsty. He's like, I, oh, I just uh, I just want some water. And he's seeing mirages everywhere. And then he doesn't get to drink water for like three hours. Still long, a like, long time. Three hours long. in game time, but like in his world, it's like this is a huge battle I through know. like the first guy he killed that has a team. Yeah, he would, I would have sat there and he would have like drank that dude and then drink that dude's blood yeah. afterwards, just like every little bit of liquid he could get. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's for, just, it's, for it's me, just a bit strange. I don't remember Uncharted 2 being quite that... No, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons, like, like, if you, in my review, I, I call out that section. I don't think I do it by name because I don't want to ruin the game for people. The desert section is one of my favorite sections because it is so unlike what normally happens in a game. You know what I mean? I do feel normally that I am being pushed into fight after fight after fight, and I thought that that was such a different break for him and to see him hurt and lost and not know what's happening and freaking out and fucking tripping and, you know, all this other shit. I really enjoyed that, but I do, I do totally get what you're saying, that you're just pushing the stick forward it's not like anything's yeah. happening but and then i mean i don't know it's just interesting it's like it's very funneled you know it's like the, the game keeps you on a very short leash yes sure. basically yeah it's i mean it's trying to tell a story in a very specific way I, I made the argument that i i kind of enjoy that like I, I think we've had this the last few years uh the words like on rails have had a very negative connotation mm-hmm. and whereas we've spent since the n64 area era like kind of pointlessly meandering around giant worlds where there's collectibles and objectives and Pointlessly, it might be a little harsh. Because if you ask me what I want to do in a video game, I would tell you that's that's what I would want to do. Right. I want to have the freedom to explore. You just wrapped up Saints Row 3. Yeah, so exactly. It's kind of like that's that's, that's and now one I'm going to start Skyrim, which is even bigger and yeah. more yeah. open. So, like, so that's, playing that's Uncharted, I, kind of in the middle of that, is it's yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's very say, streamlined. I will say that I think it's really hard to tell a, com- a compelling or decent story with a game that isn't super linear. Yeah, I totally agree. But that's the thing. So there's amazing visuals in Uncharted Three. I love it. these are some spoilers. This is actually a, well, it's just it's only a spoiler if you if you're just going to hear about it before you, you see it. Yeah, you're not going to ruin the story when the ship is sinking. Oh my god. <laughs> when that ship is sinking and then uh, you fall down the chandelier and then that oh, yeah, giant yeah, yeah, window yeah, yeah. with like half of the water is up there. God, it's so that awesome was, looking. That was yeah. one of the best set there's pieces. Like, there's and, at least and, two moments in the game where the camera like pans way back. It's when mm-hmm. you're like cl- climbing across the scaffolding, making your way to the ship, mm-hmm. and then when you're on top of the ship, the thing. Those scenes are so cool. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like, it's very movie like. The step that that needs to be taken uh, if we're, if we're going to continue down this path of. Uh, Keeping you on a short leash and telling you a story. The story's still not really that amazing. Like if if, you, if that were a movie, like it's not it's not really that that great. It doesn't build to like a thrilling conclusion. Oh, well, you're not there. Well, yet. It's, it's just like it's, it's just like video game stories in general. Yeah. When we say a good video game story, we we mean what would have been Transformers three. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Like the voice acting is really good, but the writing in the in the dialogue is, isn't that amazing. Oh, I've also never seen a movie where half the time the main character is jumping in front of a wall, hoping that he can hold on to oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I will say that I, I, I like or walking to walls he can't climb up and do the. Huh. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a weird rule right system like in a game where it's just like there will be walls. It's like oh, I can totally climb that, and you can't. And then other ones you're like, yeah, I, I got. I this. do think Uncharted Three uh, is an amazing game, but you're right. I think this one does keep you on the shortest leash too, in the sense that. That even like even during the parts that make it seem like it's an open world, the camera is very much so t- tilting to say like this is the only way you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially during like any chase scene and stuff. Well, they the make chase scenes really where, the, where you're, the camera's facing. I hate Nathan, facing cameras. Yeah, I, I don't like that in any game. Yeah, really. me neither. I've never been a fan. Mm. I don't understand. Every anytime you're running towards the camera, it's very <laughs> trial and error. You have no idea what's ahead of you. And yeah. you can be as dodgy and quick witted as possible, but it's just it's never really mm. worked for me. I, I'd be all for that being scrapped from video games forever. For me, one of the things about Uncharted 3, right, is I said in the review that it was an experience kind of thing. And I, I enjoy it, and I, but I understand all the detractors' problems with it. But I like that it exists in the way that I always think that, I like to think that, right, the industry grows in different directions, right? So sure, it's trying sure. to be one of those things where there is anyone for anyone, so there, or anything for everyone. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Where you can go play Saints Row or Dead Island and not get stuck in a, in a wall. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. enjoy, have these experiences, but then you can have a really funneled experience like this. Sure, or absolutely. like Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain was the same way, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't like... Heavy Rain, you're running around. You fucking had like four things to do in that room. And- well, what what Uncharted does and what Heavy Rain did, which is very different than what the rest of the video game industry does, is that it gives you these characters that. 
do not have like significant traits or power ups or like trusty weapons. Like you don't have your chainsaw gun, you don't have your Mario yeah. fireballs. There are no power ups. There's no gun in. There's nothing you can upgrade in Uncharted. Yeah, you just totally. You have what's in your hands, and then it's gone. And you have and, these superhuman jumping abilities, yeah, and grasping and, abilities, and then yeah, and then you just run to the next scene. And you're like, shit. I hope there's a gun there because if yeah. not, I have to punch a guy. Yeah. You, you're just yourself. You never have. You don't trade in. You, you don't. You don't upgrade your your pants and get new cargo cloths or anything like that. <laughs> protective shield Scarf t-shirts. Too yeah, like you're, exactly. There's none of that, which yeah. is in every also, other game needs, now. Somebody needs to tell Nathan Drake to A, take a bath, and B, wash his fucking clothes. Mm-hmm. He goes through that whole game filthy. He changes his clothes. He's but always yeah, filthy. It, he's in the desert. It's sweaty. No, even when he gets off the plane and arrives. Yeah, he's already still he's sweaty. Already he's, already got that, he's got that sweat. So he's the debate filthy. I was having with They're some of the one-up guys. They're saying that foreign lands are dirty. The debate I was having with some of the one-up guys was how many... This game, it seems like they did a really good job of making sure that Nathan Drake doesn't accidentally kill any innocent bystanders. And yeah. I disagree. I think that some people were probably killed as a result of some of the Well, sure. I'm sure there's parts like at the airport. The well, airport, those guys, yeah. The guys we're, at the airport are just hired security. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, he's like, he's like, my cousin, I will give you a job. I found a well, good job for you. It pays very well at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> why, is, why, why is Elena a mass murderer too? She's got to be. She like I, yeah. she's a killer. She yeah. rolls really? deep. This is this is what I always find interesting when because I, I love giving Uncharted shit for like you know Drake's killed thousands of pirates, but I, I think this speaks to how real those characters feel sometimes. You know what I mean? That we're totally like, oh, their relationship's so cool, and I love how it's so. And then we get hung up on the fact that, that he we, he's jumping and grabbing all this shit, or he's killing a million pirates. Yeah. Like it matters. Mario jumps on a fucking walking mushroom, and nobody cares. Yeah. And, no, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then he goes underwater and he's like, I can't breathe. I have to get air. Like, yeah, right. Why? You were, live in a world where dinosaurs can talk and steal I people. I mean, and, and there's a couple moments in Uncharted 3 that I like that, where literally you just gotten shot 17 times and you take cover. And then, you know, it cuts to a scene where the yeah. guy in the suit points a gun at you and shoots you once in the arm. Yeah. Like, ah! All right, guy, you win this round. You're playing gun. You like, the corner and there's a guy with a butter knife. He's like, I'll get you. Yeah. Like, I just got shot by 80 pirates. 40 of them had fire faces, and I imagine them. <laughs> Um, or was it? Or was it? This is what I've been doing to Mike Mitchell in my roommate. I keep say, talking about how like, I keep going, like, uh, oh, well, you know, this is this, oh, this part's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Just like how it's frustrating that Catherine Marlowe drank from the cup of everlasting life. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> like, was that a real spoiler or a fake spoiler? You'll never know. Anyway, very good game. I'm enjoying it. Good. I'll finish it this weekend. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Uh, re- listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Blair Bell did. Ooh, good name. Blair Bell says, Scoop! I'm currently making my way through the Steel Mill, the steel mill section of Batman Arkham City. Couldn't help but notice Joker's reference to the lost ending in one of the cutscenes. <laughs> this made me laugh. This was something very relatable. My question is, do you believe that in-game references to real-world things, such as TV shows, outside of the game world adds or subtracts from the immersiveness and believability of the game? So what's the reference? It needs to be... Uh, he's talking about the ending. He, like, it doesn't make any sense. He's, he's referencing they ended up how... in a church? Yeah, he's... Under, oh, he's the TV show lost. Yeah. Okay, got it. He needs to make it subtle. I haven't seen the ending a lot, so it didn't it's have terrible. any. It didn't do anything for me. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a reference to you know that they're summing up the Batman story there or whatever, and then you know it's like that. I like it. I, that's always been my thing. I'm like, uh, product placement can be terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Like in in I Am Legend, it's horrible when Will Smith puts his foot on the table, cleans off his Converse, and goes oh, vintage 2009 or whatever that movie came out. Like, Why would that be vintage 2000? Yeah, but. Uh, I, I, I used Shrek. to watch. I used to watch. I love that movie. <laughs> I used to, Even in the apocalypse, I love Shrek. I used to also Coca Cola. You'd watch exactly. You'd watch like Saved by the Bell or whatever, and they'd be drinking cola, and they'd be like, "No one drinks that. Why not just put a can of Coke in there?" You know I, what love, I, mean? I love beer commercials where the guys hold the beer can at the very bottom, and they're asking questions. They're like, yeah, yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah, cool yeah. party, man! It's just weird that we have to hold this thing here so everyone can see the logo the whole time." Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I think it's fine, and I like that. Was not an, again. It wasn't an overt beat you over the head reference. It was just a funny little. Oh yeah, that's something Joker would say. Yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me. What's maybe a little strange about it is that that game doesn't take place in our world. Like, Gotham City doesn't exist. Yeah, but, but the, I mean, they the want... show Lost exists in their world. Yeah, when you watch okay. that, when you when you <laughs> okay. watch that kind of stuff, you, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? What you don't know, they don't have TV in DC Universe. Uh, they do, but they have the same shows that we have. Apparently, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. okay, they did say Lost. 
Does the Joker sure. really have time for a uh, hundred and six hour long? <laughs> I know. Show? When does he watch it? Watching well, <laughs> he spends a lot of time in jail, and, and when you was... spend that much time in jail, what does he do? He they show a... you Lost in jail. Yeah, yeah. No, they so show. We we went to his. He jail. breaks out every other week. Right? <laughs> for Lost. <laughs> this is Kevin. What's Kevin Jack? Kevin T. I don't like his name. Why can't every game have the option between first and third person views? The technology has been good enough for many years for devs to do this. We're not in the 8-bit days anymore when only third person view is possible. I would love to play Call of Duty, Halo, Metro Prime, Killzone, Crisis in third person, but they won't let me. I personally think every game should have first or third person view options. It should be a standard feature across every Anthony's game. Anthony's horribly offended. Love to hear your opinions on the air. Anthony, oh, he go. says it should be a standard feature, just like the ability to save your game and have a pause button. No, these are not the same. These are not <laughs> the same. These things. are not the same you things. You couldn't pause pad upon for a long time. You have to fundamentally, <laughs> fundamentally change your whole design. Not to mention the the animators and everything would have to spend way more time all of a sudden making a character in first person that looks like he's realistically climbing a ladder because they don't mm-hmm. worry about shit like that in a campaign mode. And plus, they have to think about. Where you're gonna look, you designing to, a yeah. camera that fucking works. You you have to, is, you, you're basically saying everyone should do twice the work. Yeah, you have to create just, the character model, like create start. the animations. People never really understand that with art. Like the, I, I'll do a, something and they'll be like, "Cool, can you um, draw him from the side or behind?" And I'm like, "Well, that's an entirely different pose. Like, it's a whole new thing for for a character model." You have to design that from all angles, and in some games, they right, don't the even need to do that. Right, the technology's been there's, available for, for years. Yeah, for instance, we might as well it. use it. For right? instance, there's a reason why you don't play third-person Dead Dead Island because what they designed to look like a, a cool swing in first person looks idiotic in third person. Yeah, play yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. The, you answer, the answer is no. <laughs> Enjoy what you got. If yeah. you don't like it, don't buy it, and then they'll have to change it. Sure. This is Fernando Rod- Rodriguez. Fernando Rodriguez. <laughs> a blah, blah, blah. My question, blah, blah. he says, my question is not one of gaming. Just Uh-oh. something I've been wondering. What are your musical guilty pleasures? Mine would have to be listening to the Backstreet Boys and knowing all the words to their songs. Keep it real. <coughs> I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. Exactly. Like, if you like something, oh, like, own it. Yeah. Right? yeah. The I love Taylor Swift. Would have, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's Taylor Swift, but it's obviously not that guilty. I know. <laughs> I'm guilty about it. It. Supporter. I listen to all kinds of trashy pop music because I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I really like uh, Katy Perry, but I don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, it's just sort of like it, it comes on it's and you don't turn it off. <laughs> All right, so that's how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is Eva. Eva. My name is Eva. I've been attempting to play Half Life Two for over a year. Every time I play it, or other first-person shooters, I feel motion sick after an hour. There are fantastic first-person shooters that I want to play. I especially want to finish Half-Life, since it's so monumental. But the idea of feeling ill makes me inclined not to play them at all. Are there any tips or advice for how to overcome this defect, or am I doomed to play Half-Life and all other FPSs in one-hour increments? The idea of feeling ill makes me ill. I'm ill! Ginger ginger pills are what I hear helps motion sickness the best. That's absolutely correct. I did did some research with a prestigious (laughs) university called About.com. They have a good Florida recipe. Several tips here, but actually, ginger pills are apparently supposed to be the best. Work tremendously well and don't have any gender pills for a second. Well, (laughs) that's a different thing. No, don't do that. Uh, They don't have any side effects. You can also try what wristbands called C bands that they give people on cruise ships to help with uh, motion sickness. Uh Could she not turn down sensitivity even? Or am I? Hold on, we've got several. Uh, Sorry, Damon, I didn't know it was just your show. The C-bands put pressure on a nerve in your wrist, and it sends motion sickness signals to your brain. I don't know how it works. That just, it, you know. When the Mythbusters did a show about it, ginger pills were determined to be the best. Mm-hmm. Over Dramamine and other prescriptions. Exactly. <clears throat> other just simple tips is sit farther away from your TV, turn on more lights. Uh, some people that experience the same thing say that your body can get used to it after repeated sessions. <clears throat> which is a pattern of playing and getting sick, stopping, and then restarting later when you feel better. And your brain will finally realize that what you're seeing and doing isn't actually harming you. Wow. Of course, that process of getting used to it can take a while and isn't pleasant. So torture yourself into my, being My good. recommendation is eat a bunch of jack-in-the-box, sit down, and just play until it all comes back out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> First off, you're getting a free diet. Just, just play <laughs> You're getting to eat whatever you want, and just you're getting used Mario to your games. Bro- just play the Mario Brothers. Don't worry about it. 
Play something else. The Mario Brothers. Go play the can, Mario. We talk, yes. can we talk oh, about yeah. Mario Brothers for a second? Sure. Uh, Super Mario Land 3D. Yeah. Uh-huh. S? Just 3D. Thank right? you. Super Mario, 3D. Super Mario, Super Mario 3D, 3D Land. Land. 3D Land. Yeah. 3D Land. Sorry, I apologize, everybody. Uh, Brothers World. 9.5 on IGN.com. Yeah. I'm going to take home a 3DS to play it on Thanksgiving. Are you upset that you are not able to play it at all? Because the 3D, as Audrey Drake put in her review, is mandatory at Yeah, I'm, bum- uh, I'm bummed about it because that's like the one. Nintendo game I've been interested in and read, excited about. If you read other reviews online, people say the direct opposite that the three. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard mixed things. I'll have to check it out for myself, but I've heard mixed things. Brian told me it doesn't matter. Audrey I've, says I've it does. I've played three hours. I've played mostly with the 3D off, and I don't think it will be an issue. For have me. you gotten to the points where it says 3D in the corner? Yeah, there's see, so these these strange little rooms that, that sort of look like uh, those <laughs> strange like, little rooms. Strange little rooms that kind of look like those M.C. Escher paintings, where it's yeah, like you okay. can't <laughs> tell which way the stairwells are going. Um, so you have a button you can toggle between 2D and 3D, but I, there's probably ways around that. And it's, oh, just, it's, so it's like a, it's to get a coin, like in the grand scheme of things. Hmm. It's not necessary. You'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a coin. You'll be fine. Play with the brothers. Play the play the Mario brothers. The only problem to me is that you have to own a 3DS. Whoa. I'm looking for the redesign for that thing. So that that's down. the thing is right now. Give me at this point, a stick on there. And at this point, if I'm going to save the 200 bucks of buying it with the game, I'm saving it towards a Vita. Mm-hmm. There's no Mario on Vita though. But there's Reality Fighters. <laughs> I'll take your photo and you'll fight with me. Man, that game's we'll having fun. Reality <laughs> Fighters on the PS Vita. Wow, that's, that's a great jingle right there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell jingle. you ahead of time that, that game's going to be trash. Your photo I, and you I, fight I, with I played me. it several times. It's not good. Well, Reality fighters on PSP. Something's happening outside. Damon's making. There's, a, there's, pa- a, there's, there's kids just walked by with a wagon full of packages. They're delivering packages to people today. Is it Christmas? Wow. Just in case you're wondering, IGN does employ child labor. Mm-hmm. Parents just whipping them. And they're like pulling a sleigh. Anyways. It's all the money for uh, the Call of Duty review you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, we bought children to, to, <laughs> to just make IGN shirts. We hired, we hired kids to go on Metacritic. Greg. Yeah. Surprised a little bit that you're going to be playing Skyrim this weekend because you hate fantasy. Uh, yeah, well, it's just it's, like you hate space. Yeah, see, that's the thing. There's exceptions to my space rule, <laughs> and I I really enjoyed the Fallout games. So, mm. Why do you I, what does space? that count as? What does Fallout count as? Well, it's not fucking space. <laughs> it's not. No, but you want to talk? Do you want to just keep attacking me like a defenseless dove? Yeah, I stopped going into your life. I stopped your life brighter, and now you're just kicking it. I stopped. I've shut up. I want to hear you try and talk your way out of this asshole. I like Fallout a lot. So I'm going to give this one a shot. And I, everything I've seen for this one makes me excited. Like, usually, yeah, it's the whole dragon thing I don't like. Whatever. Stupid medieval times. But I, I like being able to make my own character, make my own destiny. I like being, I'm going to make a hot girl. I'm going to play in third person. I'm going to use a shield. Yeah. Use a Why sword. don't you like medieval times? I, th- I don't know. It's just it's never, ever really stuck with me. I, keep, I, I wanted to like Game of Thrones. And I liked the little bit I saw. But I kept saying, you know, the, the week that it would take to watch the next one, I'd forget everything from the next. I can't remember names or anything. <laughs> me and David need to marathon them. We keep yeah, saying this. We're we going to do it one yeah. day. What about space? Why don't you like space? Uh, space. I, anytime we start introducing alien species, I start losing interest just because it becomes less and less believable to me. What? That's, uh, that's my whole thing. Sorry. Yeah, it's true. Like, that was my problem with Mass Effect 1. I'm running around the Citadel, and there's, like, a bunch of goofy aliens there. Great, but you, but you, like, Bat- you like Batman, though. I know. They, well, Batman's can... about a dude who fights a... a Who's a human being on the planet Earth? Who fights a man made of clay who can turn into anything. But he was a normal man at one point. <laughs> and, a, and a penguin. <laughs> this is my whole reason I'm not liking the new Superman comics, because he's alien. I would also like to clarify that you like Green Lantern. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm totally... I go back and forth on these roles all the time. Now, the Green Lantern thing, that's an interesting story. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, if here you we remember, go. Oh, fuck. If you remember, Thanks. Anthony, I wasn't a big Green Lantern fan until Hal Jordan went crazy, killed all the Green Lanterns, and they made one Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner, who was Earth-based. Then I was cool with it, but now they have the Green Lantern core back. I don't read that shit. Fuck off. Squirrel Squirrel Green Lantern? Yeah, he's cute, but I don't read his stories. I don't care. You got fu- you There's a fucking planet Green Lantern. Get out of here. You're a DC fan. Yeah. Do you like, do you like the new DC? <sighs> I don't know yet. Okay. I like a lot of things in it. Yeah. I like Animal Man a lot. Swamp Thing's good. Who, wait, uh, what's about Animal Man? What's yeah. Animal Man? Is he, it like Manimal? No, it's not like Manimal at all. This is a long story. Why didn't they call him Animan? <laughs> all right, anyways. I like Batman, but the Superman books I'm not a fan of. They're not doing well, and I don't like Teen Titans. It's terrible. And Dude, shut Superboy the fuck up and really go back cool. to Animal Man. What's going on? <laughs> what does he do? Does he turn into animals? He's got animal powers. He can, he can like, you know, he'll, if he wants the speed of a jaguar, he, he's all, he has the speed of a jaguar. Can, can he be as big as a blue oh, whale? Right, we're not talking about blue <laughs> whale. I just want to know about Animal Man. Can he sleep on your lap like a cat? Of course. <laughs> right now, his daughter, spoilers, is communicating with dead animals, and she can bring skeleton. Like, like they woke up one night. She's and, a necromancer? Yeah, she was out in the yard, and all the dead animals from her town were, like, walking towards her, and she was petting someone. Just for animals, though. I don't care yes. what you are. Necromancers, necro- can be, necromancers cannot be trusted. 
Well, we're going to find out. Well, Continue the, to read Animal Land. The whole reason I brought this up, Greg, is because Paul Sprangers from the Netherlands okay. shares your sentiments about fantasy. Okay. He says, I'm so tired of these fantasy games like Skyrim. It's not imaginative. I have the same aversion to this type of fantasy as Greg has to space. Be original for once and ditch the orcs, trolls, dwarves, elves, and dragons and come up with something new. I agree. It's not really fantastical if you <laughs> reuse the same old world some geezer thought up 700 years ago so we can entertain some villagers who then give them a place to sleep. This is true. This is a good rant. You know why he, he, yeah, you know he wants uh, everyone to ignore this? Because he comes from the Netherlands where people <laughs> still live with orcs and elves. And he doesn't want people to figure out the it is a little. I do agree that it's odd that every fantasy game includes the same creatures and, and races. Good point. What, what, what would a new one be? Well, I don't know. You have make it up. What about and, see, that's, and that's when I start to lose interest. Like even in Zelda, I'm talking to the fucking. Weebles or whatever the hell they are. These, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You've played this. These dumb fucking gumdrop people with noses. Like, fucking tell me where Zelda is or I will stab you to death. That's what yeah. Link should say, but he doesn't. He, instead, he runs around looking for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people. reason they use them is because they're immediately easy for people to understand. I agree there should be a new one. I'm not saying there can't be new ones. You know, I'm just saying that they, it's like, they it's like use the same, them for a reason. Same five character stereotypes. It's like the cover of a you know a community college handbook or something where there's the Asian kid and the guy in the wheelchair and the blonde girl. We need it. It's we probably need, a black kid. And a too. black kid, yeah. We need him. And then the Spanish guy. Diversity. Uh, the, 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 the diversity. Oh. Yeah. We need we need more lore diversity. We Anthony need like Amity a Zing. like a man beaver or something like that. You <laughs> Anthony saying at your ethnicity, but you didn't hear it, so now I just sound like a racist. Antonio. So just just say yeah. Say? Ha, ha, ha. No, redo it. No, I redo. can't remember anymore. Redo. Done. You have to listen to the episode now. He ends his rant with uh, if there's one. Thing games from Japan do right these days. Japan. It's being more creative with what? their game worlds. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just lost all credibility. <laughs> That's what he says. He says Western fantasy is just not interesting at all. Now, oh, yeah, Western yeah, RPGs yeah. are doing way more than JRPGs. Yeah, because JRPGs have been been really creative since, like, 1990. <laughs> and he's making a funny face right now. They've done the same Sarcasm. shit. They, you know what they do? They just take an elf and they make it look more, more feminine. And they're like, wow, that's yeah. creative. Fuck off. Fuck off what, Japan? No, no fuck off this guy. guy from the Netherlands. I'm still with him. It's Paul Springer. Paul Springer. Paul Springer. You still got, you still His still name only, was Paul Springer. Paul, you're only allowed to write in is this guy from the Netherlands. Say, say, say hello to all your friends in Sweden. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anthony hates Sweden. He despises Apparently. it. Anthony went to Sweden this year. Yeah. Complained about it the whole time. They have, uh, yeah, they have, they have Legend of Zelda money there. They got <laughs> money with pictures of birds on they it. They got rupees? They do pay like four four fifty for a Coke there. It's just crazy. It's this is Mina Smith. Uh, this is in response to an, an email we had last week asking about how far we sit from our TVs and how big oh, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mina says there's actually a formula to determine uh, the couch distance for your TV size. The formula is... C2TVD equals 1.8664 times TVW. Shut the fuck up, nerd. C2TVD equal is short for couch to TV distance in inches. Uh huh. TVW means uh, width of your TV. So it's the distance to your TV in inches equals 1.8664 times the width of your TV in inches. Wow. Cool. Yeah, because you can trust scientists. <laughs> it says, this is suggested healthy distance for your eyes while being able to watch both video games and movies comfortably. Whatever. There you go. Math. Now we know. And how close was she sitting to her commu- computer monitor when she wrote this? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> that is a good point. A uh, couple more emails here. Douglas Herlong. Hello, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a Doug reference. If you didn't catch the. <laughs> Over the years, as new generation consoles come out, retail prices for games double each time. That's you understand what you just said there? Wait, retail prices for games double. He says they went game? from fifteen dollars to thirty dollars to sixty dollars. That's not when? the jump. That is not the jump. I know. I know. When did games cost fifteen dollars? Let's, let's be yeah, clear. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I bought Mortal Kombat for Genesis for eighty-five dollars. I when bought it came out. Bionic Commando on the NES for fifty-four ninety-nine yeah, from, yeah. from KB Toys. Yeah. Let's, be, <laughs> let's be clear. Rest in peace, KB Toys. <laughs> I had this argument with uh, Stephen Ng, who works here the other day. The the. You are factually wrong if you think that video games are not at the cheapest they've ever been. Yeah. They are the cheapest they've ever been. Yeah. 
And you may think like, oh, but he just said he paid fifty four ninety nine for Battle Commando, but that was when at the yeah, when like the, 87, when the U.S. dollar was worth way way yeah. more. So and he couldn't inflation. even jump. <laughs> so yeah. yes, the video games are quite literally the cheapest they've ever been. Yeah. And they're they're packed with more than they've ever had. Exactly, you you are factually wrong. Get a job. Stop crying. Yeah. So his question is, if we think the prices will keep doubling, but that's just not that's just not. No, Goodbye, Douglas. Not only that, but I'll be honest. In America, we have it the easiest because we pay like fifty nine ninety nine American, mm-hmm. and other countries pay the equivalent, but it's not the equivalent. Mm-hmm. And like our money Japan, doesn't have birds like in on Japan, it. when they buy the Vita, they're paying way more than we are for the Vita. Yeah, so we Australia got it. too. Yeah, yeah. So it we got it nice. Oh, it's a, it's a, if they even if they even get it. In Australia, half yeah. the games don't even come there. Yeah, when they do, there's no blood. We yeah. got it. We got a nice man. I'm sure people that hear us complain all the time in America, like that dude that from Israel that writes in all the time. Yeah, like, that dude's got to be like fuck yeah. everyone. His games probably cost him like 120 dollars mm-hmm. each. So, and I have to say, Amazon's 99 cent release day delivery is awesome. the greatest thing so ever. It, it, so there's amazing. no reason to ever go. If you complain about GameStop, stop. Just well, why, I don't, why not buy all of your games from Amazon? It's just it's I've never had They'll a deliver it to you. I just had Skyrim delivered this morning. Day of release for ninety nine cents. And it's I've amazing. never had it not happen. Yeah, so amazing. This podcast is sponsored by Amazon.com. <laughs> Our last email of the week comes from LazyBones9000. LazyBones! Now, we all know <laughs> we all know that Greg and Damon are... The, sorry, uh, Greg kind of killed me there. We all know Greg... LazyBones! <laughs> we all know Greg and Damon are the tango and cash of IGN. LazyBones. I'm just wondering if Jackie Brown and Portillo have ever met. Oh, wow. I think they have. Because Portillo's been over to yeah, my yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you two are the tango and cash... <clears throat> I'm the dog. That implies, though, that you guys did not get along at first. They, we, they, we didn't. Well, it took. We weren't, we weren't best friends at first. I they, thought Damon would be cool. And the first time I ever said, I'm like, ah, oh, the voice. Say scoop. And he went, no. And I thought, this guy's a dick. <laughs> and, then, and then we were riding cool. in yep. the car, someone's car for lunch, <laughs> going to lunch. Someone's driving us to lunch. And Greg goes... I worked here for a while. Like, this, a is like okay, this is like months in. This month in. he goes... I like you, Damon, but we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and look at us now, yeah. besties. Even though we still don't have anything to talk about. No. But I think Portillo and and, uh, and Jackie Brown have met. But you know, they're. I think they're both animals that don't have any animosity towards the other species. Exactly. Portillo's lived with cats several times. Do they have animosity? Uh, Jackie lives with me. <laughs> it's just me and Jackie. She doesn't hasn't ever really been around dogs, so she doesn't know uh, how to be afraid of them. I see my cat on the other hand never grew up around dogs either, but she fucking hates them. She, mm. she learned it from watching you, Dad. Your your cat is is mean. I mean, right? Is that not a, a true statement? I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Your cat's a total dickhole. <laughs> Ew! I hate your cat. No, I, I, I just I don't. That's like just basically yeah. from basically what stories you've told me. You don't like my cat. Nah, I'm, I, we don't get along. Your cat's an asshole, dude. Your cat runs out of your house every time you open the door. He meows constantly. She. She meows constantly. I can't tell if it's a he or a she. It's a terrible cat. The only the redeeming it's thing about your cat. a mustache Brian. and an evening dress. Brian, Brian, I need you to stop. I do like that your cat sleeps on a blanket that has pictures of cats doing things. That's really will, cool. I'll say this. Your cat is very cute. I've seen pictures. Your cat is cute. Because I, w- I want a blanket that has pictures of me doing things on it while I sleep to remind when me. When is your birthday? I'll make you that. March 26th. I'm going to make you a slanket, a slanket with pictures of pictures you doing all your just favorite things. Just eating pizza and going outside. <laughs> Drinking and st- vodka. Puking, just throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sleeping and I'm like, oh, the busier times. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for this week. If, I, if you guys are playing Skyrim this weekend or Modern Warfare 3. Or Rayman, please. Well, it's not out <laughs> yet. They I can't play, play it this weekend. Well, this talking about games that are out now. Fine. Whatever you're playing this weekend, enjoy yourselves. NCIS. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Brian. Thank, Thank you, you, Anthony. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.